0: Welcome to the IMO Podcast, honest and open conversations with care leavers. Hey, it's Chris with the IMO Podcast. In this episode, Ashley John-Baptiste talks to Giles about Be Inspired, an event for care-experienced young people to take hold of their futures.
1: Three years ago, Ashley, you joined us to talk about your experiences, your career, and uh, we put it on IMO, which has yeah. gone from strength to strength. And thank you for being an early adopter. <laughs> it's great to have you back with us. Um, things have moved on a bit, haven't they? Uh, do you feel that the debate has been able to change a little bit? That care experienced people, care leavers, they've just they got a bit more that they're able to say and we're listening in the right way? Or are we still a bit blinkered about how we approach this subject?
0: From the perspective of the care system, well, I think it's great that we have a review. I hope, you know, that, that means a lot, doesn't it? Um, and hopefully, at the heart of that review will be uh, the voices of care experienced people. Uh, from the care experienced people I mean, I think a lot still feel like their voice isn't important. You know, there's no way that you can skirt around that. Um, and I just hope that, that that continues to go in the right direction. I think, you know, what I am, IMO's done is wicked I think it's great that there is a space uh, within the children's commissioners group where um, yeah care experienced people can have their say and yeah I'm a fan of this po- podcast I think it, I think it's great um, there's still a lot to be done though there's no denying that is there um, but I'm, I'm hoping that my genuine hope is that care experienced people um, just feel like they can live the life they want to live that they can flourish that flourish that this is a society that you know truly uh, empowers them to be who they want to be if they're prepared to work for it Um, but yeah I do think things are changing positively I do think that many care experienced people now feel that yeah they can perhaps go to university or you know get a job in the field that they're interested in I think there is progress in that regard but but you know it would be a complete you know farce to say that it's where it should be
1: no quite so and I think one of the things is that a recognition as we talked about with your own case that you know the ambition levels for people in care are no different to any other kid they 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 set their sights very very high and sometimes feel like the system doesn't.
0: Yeah, the ambition gets quashed at a young age. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you are thinking about the immediacy of leaving care, moving into some sort of, you know, limbo accommodation when you're sixteen or, you know, a flat, a council flat when you're eighteen, or whatever it is, when you're presented with those <clears throat> prospects of, you know, leaving care you begin to lose your aspiration a lot of the time. You're not thinking that going to university, university is achievable or potentially doing a low paid internship's really practical when you've got bills to pay and, and so on and so forth. I think, yeah, I, I just think that still, when you think care experienced person, you don't think high achiever or someone who isn't dysfunctional or crippled with all these issues that sort of, they inherit from being in the care system or f- coming from, you know, a really turbulent background.
1: What's interesting is you yourself have done something towards this. Tell me about Be Inspired.
0: Be Inspired. (laughs) Be Inspired uh, is basically an annual event with the aim of sparking, empowering, encouraging the aspirations of care experienced people regardless of their age. So you could be 25, you could have a string of what you would see as failures, the message is you still have potential, you still have talent, and you most definitely are worthy of pursuing that. Or you could be 15, you could be thinking about your exams and your future, and again the message is the same, that you have incredible value and talent, and... It started in 2019, so it's still quite young, and I basically went up to the council where I was looked after and I said, could we get a bit of money to put on an event to, uh, yeah, do do this, to in- inspire the aspirations of care experienced people. Um, And we put on a live face to face event in the summer of 2019. We had an incredible keynote speaker. We had practical workshops with different industry people, but we also wanted it to feel like a festival. So at the end, we had a wicked DJ called Ellie Prahan. We had live music performances. And of course, during the pandemic over the last couple of years, we've had to go virtual, but the spirit has still been the same. Um, And I'm really proud of the people that we've been able to get. We've had the likes of Mo Gilligan. Griff, who uh, won the Brit Rising Star Award, an incredible pop artist, Judy Love, um, just really top-notch sort of public figures who've been really uh, keen to give back and share that message with care-experienced people that their worth is is sky high and that there's nothing that they can't achieve. You know, I mean, it's really about opportunity and identity, affirming their identity, um, and then also trying to signpost opportunities for them.
1: One of the things that's really interesting is when you set that up so that they can be inspired, you sometimes meet people that inspire
0: you. 100%, 100%, yeah. I'm um, seeing the resilience of, I mean, especially, I have to go back to the 2019 event. That was the face-to-face event. We had over 200 young people in the room. I mean, the atmosphere was electric. And I think for me, it always felt like a bit of a sort of whimsical idea didn't really think it had any legs but then i was so surprised at the energy um that i got behind me the volunteers the people who wanted to help me um and being in the room seeing all those people seeing social workers foster carers coming to volunteer the yeah it inspired me to see the the care that people had the belief in these care experience people that people clearly were demonstrating by volunteering um and it was just remarkable seeing this sort of green-eyed self-belief and self-worth that people had, as they, you know, kind of were fed this information of positivity, and 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 yeah, aspiration. Um, and seeing all of that just made me think, wow, like stepping out on an idea and giving it your all is actually worth it. So yeah, I was just as inspired <laughs> uh, as as anyone else in the room. One of the things you talked about just
1: now, identity. Yeah. We have this problem. You know IMO is doing, trying to do exactly the same thing you've been talking about, amplify those experiences yeah. and show you're not alone. Yeah. And also, you shouldn't feel alone. Yeah. Lots of people have got the same things that they want and do talk to each other because it really builds that confidence. But you talked about identity. It's that difficult thing of, and we know this with care experienced people, not wanting to be labeled or, or defined mm. by their background. But yeah, like I've said to you before, you're a BBC journalist. I don't define you as care experienced BBC journalist. But it's an important part of your makeup. Sure. It's it's hard, isn't it, to go I don't want to be defined by this, but at the same time there's lots I can share that's actually quite positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think to completely distance myself from that experience of being in care. And to almost be in denial that I was affected or impacted or shaped by it would be would be naive, it would be, yeah, just pointless because it clearly is a part of me. But equally, I don't want it to define me in the sense that I'm limited by it. And I think it's, for me, it's been a process of really giving it its place in my life and my identity. And I've been really conscious about how I do that. I suppose that the way I approach my my background and being care experiences that this is going to be something I use to bring about positive change or to kind of promote me as a journalist so I've only ever I've I I think I'm yeah I think I'm right when I say I've only ever used it at least in the past five years um to kind of originate stories at the BBC and to put a spotlight on the issue when it's needed but equally to do things like be inspired so I suppose I have a bit of a kind of Uh, uh, an aspiration to use it for all the good that i can um of course sometimes you know i have those days where you can question your worth and maybe you kind of fall into this place of feeling unloved or abandoned because of course you never graduate from the rejection that you experience you know being in care but i think overall yeah it's been i've used it as a weapon for good um, not too campaigny because I think I don't want to be preachy, but certainly I think it's important that people get an awareness of what it means to be care experienced and to know the issues that you know affect people in the care system. Um, but I'm proud. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of where I've come from. I'm proud of the challenges I've navigated. If that's a sense of it defining me, then so be it. I suppose it's just making sure that the stigma that can often come with it doesn't latch on to me and i do think there's that issue of stigma that you do have to consciously overcome and deal with and you know be inspired is is hopefully a tool that can help people with that if we're sharing a message of aspiration and you know you can do what you want to do if you're prepared to work for it and if you you know uh, take hold of the opportunities that you have if we're spreading that message hopefully that's doing a lot to um, You know, to get rid of that
1: stigma. You don't want to be preachy. I don't want you to be preachy. But I'm going to push you a little bit. Because you started off with the very realistic point. We've still got a long way to go. Mm. What do you think is the real push point we need to focus on? What what do we really need to change? We've talked about stigma. Mm. That's a societal thing we need to change, probably. What about the system around... We hear a lot about why doesn't care sound or feel... Caring enough yeah. is that fair?
0: Hundred percent. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, if you've if you've got a sniff of it, you know if you've got a sniff of the system throughout your life, you will know that it's completely imperfect. And and some would some would say it's broken. I think I think fundamentally that stigma point really important. I think how we view care experienced people as service providers, if you want to use that clinical language um is really important like it it has to be so if, you know let me just you know touch on my own story um you know I went to cambridge university and i remember when i had that aspiration hand on heart i can say that i don't i don't think anyone really believed in that aspiration i had no foster parent who really endorsed it or supported me with it um and of the local authority that i i was looked after but i don't really think I was pushed for Oxbridge. Do you, th- do you was, think it's I a
1: misguided idea of sort of managing disappointment? Well, we don't want to push you towards it because it might not. I don't think, what it do you was, think it was. I
0: don't think it was in the case of, of 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 me and the people who were around me at the time. For me, I think it was the immediacy of survival. You know, post leaving care, it was it was that. It was you've got to get a council flat when you're eighteen. You've got to pay bills. At the time, you know, I'm 31 now, there was no provision for staying put. And so at the time it was a case of, you're going to move into a council flat when you're 18, you've got to be able to pay the bills. We can't afford for you to go to university in another city because that plus a council flat in London is not sustainable. And so with all of that stuff, with all of the practical... Um, issues that I, you know, had to confront as someone who was about to leave the care system. I don't think anyone really gave Cambridge the attention it deserved. It was about survival and not about my sort of aspiration. And, um, and all right, you've got a few policies in place since, you know, my time leaving care. But, but still, I think there are so many issues, aren't there? There are issues of, of, of sort of our past, you know, why we've got into the care system in the first place. Um, navigating moving between homes safeguarding and then all the issues that relate to leaving care that it takes a special person I think to be able to look at someone navigating all of that and say I'm going to 100% empower you with your highest potential and your highest self and so that needs to change, we need to have you know social workers and PAs and managers and etc etc we need to have people who are who are truly committed to the cause of, of, of overcoming st- the stigmatization, st- stigmatizing that we kind of put on care experienced people. We need to have, um, you know, social workers who are going to go above and beyond to help a young person with their aspiration to spot it in the first place. So I, rem- I mean, for all that I've said about, you know, my time, you know, sort of when I got to leaving care, I have to say that it was a social worker who took me to the oxbridge open day had she not taken me it was on a saturday first of all had she not taken me i wouldn't have applied to cambridge so with all that said there was an individual who did see a spark and you can't really you can't measure that it's not an empirical thing it's not something that you can i don't know if you can even teach it it's just about the ability to care and to see all the you know, negative paraphernalia, if I can say that, of being in care, but still say, I see that potential. That is the most important thing, as a parent would do. You know, with their child. How how we kind of make that, you know, sort of um how you make that systemic and make sure all local authorities have social workers and providers who do that. Well, whoever knew that would probably be very rich and popular and and you know whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah.
1: On a positive note. Yeah to end with, mm-hmm. be inspired next year. Yes. probably haven't got the restrictions again, so you could I recreate really hope the vibe.
0: Not. I really hope not. Um, what, you got big ambitions for it? Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I've been quite floored to see the energy that it's attracted. It's certainly bigger than me, and, and that's what I love. I love that other people who've you know gone through the care system, they've taken ownership, they have vision for it room for more of them to do that hundred percent hundred percent you know so so be inspired next year definitely want it to be face to face want it to be regionally representative so we, this isn't a london thing it's a nation a nationwide you know experience i want to call it for care experience people i really hope that we get a lot of people to come um I hope that we are able to get better guests, bigger guests who are able to, I I say better, it's really hard to top the incredible people we've already had, but I really hope that we can just, yeah, like create an experience where whoever comes, they feel that they're valued. For me, it's all about the tone. It's all about just them feeling like they can, you know, there's no limit. There's no limit. There's no glass ceiling. There's no stigma to who they are. They can just run with their life, their passions, their aspirations and and feel like they can achieve what they want to achieve with their life. And um, so I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited. We've got an incredible team. And, yeah, I just hope we can expand. And who knows, maybe one day it could become a staple national event, you know, where we, I don't know, fill up somewhere really iconic like the Royal Albert Hall. I just think... You know, if I'm gonna be claiming this whole message of be inspired, I feel like we've got to dream big for the actual thing. So um yeah, fingers crossed that we can do that.
1: Seventy thousand people in care, that's a big venue, we could do it. It is anything IMO can do to help that, we'd oh. be really, really happy Thank to you. do. Thank you so much for coming in again, Ashley. It's Pleasure. really good to see you. Pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening. For more stories, experiences and advice from others in care, visit imohub.org.uk. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at IMO underscore latest.